Have you tried Strava Craft Coffee yet? We're selling Strava Cold Brew now at the DNVR bar. You got to try it. Uh, one of my favorite cold brews out there. It tastes delicious. And of course, you get that rich CBD-infused coffee that you know and love and associate with the Strava brand. You can also now subscribe. Uh, you can also now subscribe and save twenty percent with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. That would be twenty percent on every order. So we know a bunch of you have taken advantage of the one-time code. Now you can get twenty percent off your favorite coffee forever. You'll never have to put your credit card info again. Uh, supporting your partners, our partners, is one of the best ways to support us here at DNVR. If you've never tried the rich CBD-infused Strava Craft Coffee, you can use code DNVR20 to get 20% off that first order. Check out that subscription service like we I just mentioned. And of course, you have the option of getting your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks under that subscription plan. Uh, you can sign up and cancel at any time. No strings attached. Remember, purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20 or subscribe and save 20% off every order. Oh my. So dramatic. Then right in. <laughs> I have a few questions about this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Feeling it, baby. <laughs> Love Eric this loves one. It. it puts me in a great mood. Kids. Automatically. Makes me want to uh, clip coupons. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dad activity for sure. (laughs) Makes you want to lube up the old lawnmower and get the make sure the the, uh, kind of gas for the weekend. (laughs) Lube up the old lawnmower. (laughs) What a line. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome into the Friday edition of the DNVR Nuggets podcast, Casual Friday. We got this nice, cool jam. Let us know what you think of the comments of this jam. I think it's uh, yeah. it's very, it's very corny. It's very dad, but yeah. you know what? It puts you in a good mood, and and you don't need to contextualize why you're in a good mood. I could wear a flower shirt to this song. <laughs> you wear a fl- you literally you, you, so you, you wear a flower shirt to what our perceived funeral multiple times throughout the season. There's no bounds to when you could wear a flower shirt. One time at uh, at training camp, our, our tourist came up to me and he goes, "So the flower shirt." That's just like your thing, huh? <laughs> Never got over that. So yeah, this is this is like a song by Jimmy Buffet. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Buffet. <laughs> All right, I'm Adam as I'm joined by the man in the flannel over here. It's Brennan Vote. What's happening, fellas? Honored to be alongside you for another casual Friday. Oh boy. Would you say Eric that he looks more like the brownie brownie man or like Al Borland? Uh, well, as soon as you said that, I was going to say whatever was the the second option. <laughs> you don't think the brawny man? You don't, Does you know Brendan vote look like the brawny man? Is what you're asking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spend like, your discretion for a moment. Right. Uh, then I've also got the man wearing the world's tiniest beanie. Yeah, so small. So yeah. small. So small. Well, you know, guys. Uh, Unlike uh, our music selection, I'm going weather appropriate with my gear, with my outlook, with my attitude. Um, it's it's icy, it's cold. We're going to a weekend. There's going to be snow. Uh, I'm not ready for those like uh, mid island vibes. I'm ready for I'm ready to tonker down, baby. It's it's winter time. So I heard a story that. Well, maybe this was something somebody shared that, like, it's a Colorado thing to wear tiny beanies. Is this a thing? Have you? It's, this, this is like uh, this is a mix. So the tiny beanie is like a little hipstery. Yeah. As you know, I'm a 42 year old hipster. And skatery, right? It's a little yeah, skatery as well. No. It's skatery. It's also, as you pointed out when I first jumped on, it's very uh, life aquatic-y as yeah. well. If, if this, <laughs> yeah, if this like was that. red, yeah. um, I would say that uh, even though that a lot of my job is making things that people wear, you should never look to me to find out what's cool or not. I don't, it's a it's a real juxtaposition <laughs> who I am. <laughs> um, we have a special guest today. Oh, As we've been known to do from time to time on the Casual Friday edition of the DNVR Nuggets podcast, the homie Miroslav, <laughs> Serbian corner. <laughs> oh my goodness, listen um, to the anthem. Bring, so him the, bring, bring him on into the chat here. The <laughs> I don't know what I would do. But <laughs> I, know. I know, now this is a song. Look at me, I'm crying. Like, should, should I just stand up, guys? <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Uh, by the way, by, by the way, Brendan, A plus air horn. It was wonderful. Thank you. Oh, that's guy. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's the little things. It's the little things in life. Um, Miroslav, how are you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. 
Very good. Very good. Thank you. Are um, we even allowed to call him a special guest anymore? He's he's like a special staple. He is a special staple. He's really a co-host. And as we are learning every week, uh, more and more of a star. His star is outshining ours, every, more every, more so every single day. It's honestly uh, disgusting. So before you came on, we you were informing us that I think we're more popular guys in Serbia than we are in America. Let's possible. be honest with this. I think it's very possible. But it, it, you that were saying... <laughs> that the uh, the last time you were on, when you took us on a tour of, of Sombra, one of my favorite episodes we've done, that that one gained some traction in Serbia. Mm. That one you you, got, you you heard from people from that one. Yeah, actually, a couple of days after the episode that was released, uh, the, the biggest sport portal in Serbia called B92 uh, made a little, uh, how to say, article about it. They, they put the link for the show on it as well. And then after that, you know, all the media is just copying it. So there were like 12 different biggest portals in Serbia. Everybody was was uh, uh, transferring uh, news about this. Actually, we had some really, really nice news, really nice made. And some of those were just, you know, copycatting, you know, just Do, just do you make... think we'll ever get like um, Miroslav on the cover of a magazine? Oh, that's the new goal. I, that's yeah. the new goal. Like I want- uh, mail, mail form weekly? Okay. <laughs> okay. You you will now get the exclusive information. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm actually about uh, together with my other guys from from uh, uh, Nuggets Europe. Yeah, other guys. We oh, we are yeah. we are going to be on the on the cover or or maybe on the on the you know the the, the double sheet in the Korean basketball newspaper. <laughs> What? Do you remember the Korean what? guy that picked? Yes. 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 Yeah, we got him on our show. Legend. So after that, he said, "Listen, guys, I want to make an article with you." So yeah, we did it uh, some time ago. Really, I didn't get the the the, the, the final version of it yet, but uh, as soon as I get Incredible. it, well, I'm absolutely the, disgusted. The I'm disgusted. So we're popular in Serbia. Miroslav is popular in Korea. And the Nuggets are popular in Australia. As we've learned. South Korea only. Well, of course. Well, yeah. It's not the big thing. With Korea not really consuming a ton of outside culture these days. So we do have a lot to get to today, guys, because this actually turned out to be a very meaty news day. I don't know. like A lot of things have come down the pipe over the last couple of hours. So we have a lot to get to. But before we do, the... Miroslav is on today because there are two Serbians uh, in the draft this year that are of intrigue. We talked about one last week with Pokashevsky, and there's another one, and you're going to have to help me with his name because none of these names are names I've really studied just so far. G- give me the pronunciation of both guys to make sure we get it right. Okay, so it's Alexei Pokashevsky. Yeah, Alexei Pokashevsky. You have it pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And the other one is Denny Avdia. Avdia. Okay. Avdia. Yes. So the food is avjar, and Ooh. it's like the same sound, right? Ajar. Oh, Ivar. Uh, Ivar Avdia. Yeah, it, it, it has some kind of similarity between them. Yeah. Okay. Nice try. I'm trying to learn a little bit of the, like the. Like, never mind. Like that was such an eye roll. Um, okay, so. <laughs> never try. That's the lesson, you know. Like you're trying to be gracious. And they're like, yeah. hey, stop. This uh, English. No, no, we'll, with English. We'll, we'll keep doing on it. Working on it. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. So let's give me give me the skinny. Are people talking about these two fellas um, in Serbia? Is there some hype around those those names right now, or are they just kind of like us, where we're all kind of learning the new wave of NBA players coming into this draft? Well, you see, uh, Pokushevsky is an interesting specimen because uh, uh, people know about him for, for many years. Interesting thing about him, uh, he moved from his uh, hometown of Novi Sad at the age of 13, only 13. He moved to Greece, to Athens, to play for Olympiakos, one of the biggest uh, clubs in Europe. And the reason for this, you remember how late uh, Jokic was discovered. And this is a completely different story. Uh, Pokushevsky actually sent his YouTube clips with, you know, with the uh, best uh, uh, moves to guys from Olympiakos. He actually had a friend already playing in Olympiakos, so he was able to, to transfer those tapes. And based on that, they just called him and he's, they saw he's really talented. And ever since then, he's, he's in, in Athens for, for like five years now. So uh, 
this is one difference to Nikola Jokic. There is another thing about him that's pretty similar to Nikola Jokic, and that's the thing that uh, Alexei Pokushevsky has uh, have a brother who is also a basketball player. Well, he used to be a basketball player. Right. right. His name is Onegin but he got injured, so he didn't continue with, with his basketball career. But he was really, really talented as well. And tell uh, me, I actually have a question about the name. You said Onyegin because the Nuggets yeah. have Ogi Stojakovic, and it's the same name, and I've never known how to pronounce it. No, it's not. You oh. see, Stojakovic is Ognjen, and that's a Serbian name. Onyegin is actually a Russian name. That's a really interesting thing because both Alexei and Onyegin are Russian names, not Serbian names. It's, it's, it's a really interesting uh, choice of names, not not traditional in Serbia, uh, unlike. Ognian. Ognian is a very, very traditional mm. So, how, how are we ever going to get big in Korea with all this misinformation you're trying to spread out? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, I, I, I'll take you on tour with me. Come on, guys. Let me, so, if I know, if my Cyrillic, um, I'm somewhat good with this. So this says Miroslavie Legendo. Is this correct? Oh. Miroslavie Legendo. Do we, do we need to rename the, we need to rename the, the show? I, I told you this. I know how to read Cyrillic phonetically. I just, it's like the weirdest skill I have. I learned it in third grade, and it was yeah, the, completely the, useless the accent, until now. The, the accent is not good, but you read it perfectly. Just, <laughs> you just need to work on the accent, but we'll get there. Don't worry. Accent kind of sucks. Legendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to rename this episode, Adam Fumbles Through Serbian Language. <laughs> that sounds right. That's accurate. <laughs> I'm working on my like background nod. I'm doing great <laughs> yeah, yeah, this like, episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And then just yeah. waiting for for Miroslav to say no. And go, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know what I really want to work on this, this off season? We really need to work on Nikola's last name because he's not Jokic. You know, Jokic. It's phonetic. It's Jokic. It's Jokic. Really short. Jokic. Jokic. I don't see the difference. Are you saying we're Nicola... hung up on the O? Like we drag so the. You have O. That's that's two sounds for me. O. And okay. I only use O. Jokic. 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 Okay, yeah, Jokic. Jokic. So if I say <laughs> Nikola Jokic, is that right? Perfect. Perfect. See? Screw you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep going here with Poku. Um, so. You know, it's not that uncommon, in my understanding, for 14-year-olds to go away from their hometowns in Europe and join other big teams. I mean, we've seen that with Luca. I remember he, at yeah. 14, same thing. Um, Poku, though, it sounds like hasn't had quite the same. I mean, I never heard of him until this year. Is it? He's a little bit more of a late bloomer, it sounds like. Well, uh, you know, his frame is really, really fragile. He is a seven-footer, yeah. but I don't know how many kilos he has. He's really, he's really, really light. Yeah, he actually, he, he's yeah, actually not many kilos either. <laughs> he, he's actually not the, not the, not the big at all. He's a playing a, like like a, like a wing. He's playing a, a more more a playmaker than a center. So uh, even if if you look at uh, how his team plays on pass breaks, you really cannot expect him uh, where he will be because he can play all five positions in fast break. But when they go to the half court offense, he is always, you know, the outside where he's always fac facilitating and, and, you know, not, not receiving the, the passes. Is he sort of also indoctrinated into that, you know, kind of Serbian way of just move the ball, move the ball. And, and, and where's he at on the sort of like aggressiveness spectrum? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm afraid we will get boring with with talking about these unicorns, but they're all like this. Danny Avdia is is also the the, the same thing. Uh, these guys are really really good at, at uh, doing the, the right place, uh, and um, yeah, they're, they're not just you know uh, playing hero ball at all. Sure. Jeez. At a certain point, do we have to start just calling these unicorns like just horses? There's, so, <laughs> there's just so many of them. They're, they're no longer like a magical animal. <laughs> <laughs> I know You're it sounds like really, Goku really. might not be a full-on unicorn. He might, you know, he's a little bit of like a, a muted. Like, do we need to? Do we need to? Because it was like so weird. The the concept of the unicorn it was like so, it's such an extreme outlier. It's like what a tall guy that can shoot and do. This a, is like, going to be like fifty years from now. We're going to be like the, Bob Cousy was a real rarity because he could both dribble and pass. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I know. Yeah, do we need to? I think we need to have like a more stringent uh, definition of what it takes to become a unicorn in this league. 
Yeah, actually, Pofu, Pofu is really a project. He's really far away from, from being a real player because you only have you know, glances of what he, he will able, be able to do later on because he's, he's so fragile. Uh, if you look at his senior stats, uh, he played for the Olympiacos for the last two seasons, but not many minutes. You know, not many. He, he mostly played for their B team, and it's not so easy to find statistics from those games. But uh, he was uh, among the best, if not the best, Serbian player on the Serbian national team under 17 and under 18. I would have more uh, uh, confidence in him uh, had that those teams uh, played better, but they had pretty bad results. So you know, he was really good on a bad team. I don't, I don't know how to, to look at the tea leaves yet. He's, he's just too young. And this is why I think he might fall down the drafts uh, into the 20s, 20s. And, you know, he might fall into Denver's lap in case they don't trade their pick. I, I do wonder, though, if teams will um, overcorrect or, or maybe even just finally yeah. sort of move closer to right after Luka and Jokic, totally. our team's going to be a little eager to get that next guy. Absolutely, they are. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I, so here's one of the things that I, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. You, you, Miroslav sends me notes when he Hello. comes on the show, which I appreciate. He always sends like detailed. He calls them scripts, which I always find funny because, you know, we don't have a script. But he, he, <laughs> I, I want to share back-to-back lines in here because one of the things you tell me is uh, his body type and playing skill resembles more Brendan's favorite player, Dragon Bender, than Nikola Ooh. Jokic. Which, okay, that sounds horrible. And then, the next line is, and then the next line is, if Denver gets to use their first round and Poku drops down, I don't know how you can, I don't know how you don't draft him. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you can't pass on Dragon Bender, am I right? <laughs> but remind me, Dragon Bender was like fifth pick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. really high. Yeah. You know, if if you put uh, that much weight on a young young uh, young player's uh, chest and and make him be really really good at the fifth pick, that's a big problem. And if he slides to to twenty five or something like that, it might be a bit easier for him. But as I said, it is it is a long term project. I would really love for him to come to the NBA this summer and you know just train with the NBA stuff to to get stronger to get. Uh, uh, more fundamentally sound, I guess, and uh, hopefully, if he is viewed as a project, you know, good teams will not let him play first first season at all. And you know, if if he would fall into Charlotte or whatever, that would be right. a disaster for such a young and and slight kid. The worst part is that I'm sh- I'm I'm positive now that we are going to spend two full episodes talking about. Phoenix Suns legend Poku, like he's <laughs> he's just going to be drafted by another team. We're just like yeah, not yeah, going to yeah, happen. Yeah. You know, man. I mean, circumstance and confidence can dictate so much for these guys. And with Bender, it's probably not that the skill set wasn't there or couldn't translate. It might been that he wasn't about it, and that he also went to Phoenix. And so, from yeah. the if Poku yep. falls to a team like Denver, you know, Tim Connolly likes projects. Right. Denver sort of has a longer timeline and a longer leash to work with and of, of course the obvious angle is that the comfort level and being with fellow serbian and, and Jokic, and even vlako speaks some of the language so it would be a much better scenario for him and as miroslav said less pressure that late in the draft i think that's like a good portion of it that pressure and the expectation but i think another part of it is we keep talking about tim conley draft so well look at all the players that have panned out and i think that's true i'm not trying to take that away from him but it does seem like teams that always hit on picks it's not just that they scouted well it's that they also have something going on that develops these players right and the same with phoenix how many high draft picks did they get that didn't pan out people say oh josh jackson like terrible pick terrible pick there right i kind of feel like every player would have turned into josh jackson in phoenix including dragon bender and so you had to really rise above to become devin booker level good in phoenix um through through that shitstorm. so in that way Maybe a guy like Poku could be ruined, but at 22, where Denver's like, "Yo, you're a two-year project, um, no expectation, and you know there's nothing there." Like he can develop the appropriate way. Think about Bowl too. Bowl, there's so much hype around him. We're all excited. People are excited. Imagine if he would have gone to a team that was like, "Yo, you've got till January to rehab. We're rolling you out there, and we want to see what you got." And it doesn't look good because you're not fully healthy. You didn't get training camp, and now all of a sudden it's like Bowl's second year. It's do or bust for him now. And you're like, "Wait, right. what?" So circumstance, I think, is huge for for these players, especially a player like Poku. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for the young guys. You know, uh, 
30 years ago when European players first started coming in, in big numbers to, to the NBA, only the best of the best were coming to the NBA, the established players. And these guys really need a chance to play. And it's a completely different situation with, with young prospects. You just, you just need to develop them. And nobody develops players better than NBA stuff, for sure. As a Serbian, would you be more excited about the Denver Nuggets if they drafted a second Serbian? Or it's the same. It doesn't matter. It depends if he plays or not. Okay. You know, Vlatko is my guy. I, I, I love Vlatko the same like, like Nikola, you know, nationwide. I, I don't make any any differences between Vlatko, Luka, Nikola, Bojan, Bogdan. They're all my guys. But I need a second guy that really plays, like when we had Divac and Stojakovic in, in Sacramento. That was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. It is kind of true to think about, like, what's the ultimate Serbian NBA team? And it has to be that 2001 to 2003 uh, Kings team. Because, yeah, they had the two. They had everyone just one. They had two. And they were super fun. They were like this Nuggets team. All right, quickly, tell us about this other guy. Yeah, the other guy is Denny Avdia. He is uh, uh, a son of uh, Serbian or Yugoslav basketball legend Zufer Avdia. Zufer Avdia uh, was, uh, was a member of uh, Yugoslav national team and he played for Red Star Belgrade for 11 years, which is quite a lot. It's not a very common thing to, to see a player stay in, a, in such a big club for such a long time. And Zufer Avdia, at the back end of his career, moved to Israel to play for several Israeli clubs and after his career he just stayed there got, got married and now he lives uh, with his family in israel so uh, Danny's mother is israeli uh, former basketball player as well so he has really good basketball wow, good, teams yeah good pedigree yeah and both of those guys sufer and danny are six nine power forwards more or less although danny is more of a tweener he, he she's like a like a forward like like jeremy grant but but, but without the, the athleticism or, or something like that. Cool. He, he is a more of a finesse player. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Danny is a much bigger prospect, and uh, he is uh, on most uh, draft boards uh, considered to be a top five pick or top, top ten pick at least. Because he's really good, he is uh, uh, almost a year older than Pokushevsky, and uh, he has some, uh, some really, really good. Uh, uh, seasons behind him, he is the European champion with Israel for the under 20 uh, age. And uh, he was the MVP of that uh, championship at the age of 17, which is pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So uh, if we want to compare those two guys to Luca, uh, Danny is much, <laughs> much closer to Luca. I would say okay. he is at 0.4 Lucas, you know. 0. 0.4 <laughs> Lucas. Okay. What is Poco? Um, give me a, give me yeah, a <laughs> It's hard to say. Maybe 0. 0.25 something like that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I'm a Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Danny, Danny is really, really talented, and uh, he's playing for uh, Maccabi, Maccabi Tel Aviv. I need to give you a couple of uh, sentences about uh, Maccabi because Maccabi is uh, like top four European clubs of all time. They're, the, they're called the Pride of Israel. It is a kind of a national project of the club. They've been champions of Israel for 54 times in like <laughs> 70 seasons, something like that. It's completely crazy. It's like the Yukon women's team. Yeah. This is the NBA in like 30 years. Like the Lakers have won their 48th champion. Like, all right, well, this is really cool. Kobe yeah. helped them with all of them. Yeah, the they did them all Kobe. for Kobe. Kobe Kobe's <laughs> just holding every single Laker. Oh, God. So, Maccabi was the first European club that, that had multiple American players back in the 70s or something like that. They were the pioneers. And uh, they called Tel Aviv the, the small, the little America, something like that. And uh, some really great players from America played in, in uh, Tel yeah. Aviv, like Tom Chambers, the all-star player from Phoenix Suns, and uh, also Anthony Parker. That's a player that, that played in NBA recently. There is another pretty, pretty well-known. List is falling off here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there is another guy who is Tom actually Chambers playing. Anthony Parker. <laughs> Yeah, the third guy I will mention, uh, who is a teammate of, of Danny Avdia, is Amari Stoudemire. If you, oh, that's if you, right. Yeah, yeah, he's he's actually playing for them, and they 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 won a title in Israel together. And Danny was uh, 
for some reason, the MVP of the final game or the final four, I, I'm not sure about it because his numbers are quite low in a senior competition. So I was pretty surprised to hear that he was the MVP of that game, which is pretty cool for, for, for such a young guy. Well, that's cool, man. I, you're right. Eric is right, though, that, you know, who knows? We might end up spending all this time on Poku and he just goes somewhere else, like never this comes is, over. And this like, is, well, I've done this so many times with so yeah, many players where I'm like, oh, baby. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I, I hate that player forever because they went to their own team. <laughs> um, but, but let's hit a break. Miroslav, are you down to hang out with us and talk about some of the other topics or do you have a bedtime coming up? I know no, it's late no, over no, there. Don't okay. worry. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, well, let's hit a break. Eric, I'm playing some more Island GMs for you, buddy. Believe it or not, I noticed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what would go uh, nice with this music? What's that? A little Palisade Peach from oh, Rangers. Oh, you know what, though? Look, look at, look at the, I'm drinking a La Croix, and look at it. It is very Island themed. So. Yeah, but we're not talking about La Croix. No, I know. I'm just right saying. I'm, I'm saying I can relate yeah. to this, this terrible goddamn music. We're talking okay. about Breck. Uh, we want you to try that Palisade Peach. That's the newest wave in the office. Um, wind is like. A little dangerously into it, I would say. Um, I also want to push that Avalanche Amber Ale. I mean, this this beer is available to try now at the DNVR bar, but it's a classic. You can find it all over the city, all over the state. If you're not sure where, punch in your address to the Breck Beer Locator. Just Google that. Awesome tool that'll tell you where to find your favorite flavor down to the tenth of a mile. Uh, the farmhouse is open, socially distanced, beautifully set up for outdoor dining. Um, if you're more comfortable at home, you can still order curbside pickup from 12 to 8. They can get beer delivery from the Drizzly app or, or head to the nearest grocery store like King Supers or Costco. You know what I really recommend? Go into the the Breckenridge Brewery restaurant in Breckenridge. That's like mm. you're that's like the supreme level right there. Hey, so one way or another, whether you're going there, you're more comfortable from home, order delicious food and booze from our friends at the farmhouse if you're able to support these guys. Uh, they are Colorado. Uh, they're our family. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. for pickup and use DNVR to save $5. We also want to talk about dun, 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 DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, we do. Uh, listen, guys. Fight I'm this stalling. weekend. Do you guys have anybody you're taking on the fight? Or do you guys get into UFC out there? Miroslav, are you into UFC at all? Uh, me personally not, but we do have the, the UFC uh, show a uh, couple of nights a, a week, so it's it's quite popular. Yeah, Jokic's brother in, was into it for a while. I don't, I don't know if he still does it. So. Uh, I'm not sure if we mentioned it at the top of the show. This show is, of course, brought to you by DraftKings, but we also want to tell you about what they got going on over there. Week six of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week seven. There's no better place to get in on all that action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top breeding sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 7, DraftKings is uh, bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you do not want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. And don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all MMA and baseball fans who sign up now the chance to turn $1 into $100, which I recommend by betting on uh, e either this week's UFC 254 or by taking action on any baseball championship games. It's safe, reliable, secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado bonus. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, there should be a penalty when you go too long on the draft read and the music stops. It's like a. I know. I feel like you should. I feel like you I, should man, lose a, lose a thousand dollars for one dollar. The interruptions. The interruption. You have to plow through. Harrison. I, I felt good about that reach. You, you. It was really good. It just was a little, a little, a little too, long. too long. About ten. That's seconds. on me. Yeah, I would have described. I would have described it as cumbersome. All right. I'll work on it. I'll work uh, it. So. We have a nice graphic. Uh, producer guy here has been hard at work behind the scenes here. Uh, I think we have an official. Look at this. Look at that wow. smile. Look at that. I think it is official. You are I'm definitely not the uh, secure enough for this segment. Yeah, what? Like, what are you talking? This looks like uh, if the guy on the right was deflated. <laughs> like, this is like a Macy's Day parade where the... the, the <laughs> 
But I guess oh, I guess they are wearing the same shirt. If that's <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we, we got them. I used to work out. Uh, but then I was in that car accident area, that so it's been a rough year. Uh, Just. All right. <laughs> we got to sure. keep it moving, guys, because we got a lot here. So the title of today's show, where it's about the new naming rights. I don't oh, know. baby. It was, this is how you know we're in the offseason, because if this happened, like, in between game 33 and game 34 of the regular season, I don't even know if we would have got to it on the show. But I see it on Twitter yesterday. Ball Corporation has now taken over for Pepsi as the naming rights partner of, well, I guess it's now Ball Arena. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say of the Pepsi Center. Um, and people were very excited about it. I was surprised at like just how pumped up people were for this yeah, thing to happen. I'm with it. It's it, this is a big deal. You gotta. This is uh, the center. Well, this is the arena of our um, of our whole universe. My favorite part about that that like little intro video at the beginning that you played when it was like one team one nation one yeah. world one team and i was like there's two i was like do the mammoth and avalanche <laughs> <three>. the <laughs> <That's a good laughs> point. there are multiple teams one world uh, yeah uh it this is like well first off it's weird that it it turned from a center to an arena i don't understand that because <laughs> ball center i think just would have been like i don't know if a little too on the nose yeah, and I actually think Ballerina is kind of cool. It's like a to me, it's a double, yeah, because like Ballerina, but it's also like Baller Arena, you know, oh. like Ballerina. Like both of these, I'm down. I, I kind of dig it, dude. I totally dig it. I want to hear what your we we need to. The title of the show is "What Are We Going to Call It?" I, I want right. to hear your your early entries. I'm just so, calling. It, oh, go, go ahead. I'm I'm just going to call it the Basketball Arena. <laughs> I'm, that's just what I'm calling it <laughs> the whole time. It could be the hockey ball arena too. Yeah, or puck arena, I guess, when the hands are playing. See, I think they they came out with a tweet, and I thought it was very environmentally conscious that they were like, no, we want to keep it the can because we're trying to bring awareness to the recyclability of aluminum, which I was like, I never trust a corporation whenever they tell you anything like this. But then I was kind of like, well, that's kind of, you know, I dig that. All right. We we should acknowledge that angle of this too, which is like this, while it, came a little too late and it's become i think good business to start to go green we need we should applaud a good faith effort to to move in the right right direction um and this is a Are tangible commitment here, eric? So, look at eric laughing uh, no 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 i'm actually serious I'm, i am too I, yeah That's i mean i want professional sports i want these like massive arenas downtown um but we need to start taking steps towards like a more sustainable lifestyle and that includes things like professional sports so yeah. this is a genuinely good step in the right direction but naming rights. I mean, what are we talking about here? They had those. Um, they had those aluminum cups in the in the Pepsi Center last year. Um, but should have known this. Yeah, but my, my thing is like uh, everybody's like they're coming. They're acting like uh, the can was such a beloved nickname that we can't get rid of. But like nobody calls it the can. Like no one calls. And the yeah, can also Wait, sounds. First like, of all, yes, they do. No, they do not. They absolutely do not. Like we do sometimes in a tweet, we'll be like, head into the can. But if you talk to a normal human That's being right. walking the street, you're like, oh, hey, I'm going to the can. They would be like, you're going to the bathroom. That's <laughs> what that sounds like. <laughs> People say we're going That's to true. the Pepsi Center. It, it's just no, like there's, there hasn't been enough love uh, in that building for it to have like a really like right. a, a right. name that like like. Well, I do mean, you, they, any of you care about Pepsi too? Like, does anyone no, like? I no, need I need thing. that partnership in my life. Yeah, know? like Coors Field is one thing because Coors has a deep connection to Colorado. Right. Pepsi is a soulless corporation that makes a terrible product that I right. cannot wait to get out of do my life. Do you have Pepsi in in like it, it doesn't make its way internet like Coca Cola is all over the world. I don't think I've ever seen a Pepsi when I've been outside the U.S. Maybe just in Mexico. Pepsi popular well, in, in Serbia. Yeah, I, I would say like like ten or twenty percent of all coffee shops uh, are serving Pepsi, so it's coffee it's shops. popular enough. Yeah, you know the, the coffee places. So yeah, we we do have a, a lot of Pepsi, and it's really exclusive. If you have Pepsi, oh. then you don't have Coke. Or, yeah, or that's how it is around. here too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how it is yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Do you have you had enough of it to know that it's a vastly inferior uh, beverage <laughs> to Coke? Pepsi? Uh, well, yeah, I didn't have it enough, so I didn't get sick of it. <laughs> Take it from me, Miroslav. <laughs> um, I feel so. My feeling on this is that I don't believe we'll get like a really involved nickname. I believe we'll just start referring to it as the ball. Okay, we're gonna head I'm down, down to the, it, the ball. You know what I mean? It's just gonna That'll be the ball. Play. That'll probably play I, over time. I submit an entry for this. It's Please. gonna be. Us, it's gonna be yeah, ridiculous. Don't get us canceled, though. Yeah, don't get us canceled, man. <laughs> How about the Ballaceum? 
No nah. one's gonna call it the Coliseum. No, I, I applaud it. I don't. It's think not it's a It's, co- it's not even like a Coliseum. It's not a Coliseum. You're right. The Coliseum. I, I threw out the Testy Center. Not bad. Not the bad. sack. Actually, the that sack. Was the, the sack, sack has been the, sa- the sack has been making rounds on the internet. I feel like the born the joke phase. Yeah, I think the sack is gonna stick as again like the can where you don't actually say it. It's just it's, like it's gonna thing. be the ball. I'm gonna head down to the ball. I'm telling you, like uh, and people are are are. Trying really hard here, but that's that's what it's going to be called. I, I promise. I think you. that's a good diminutive, don't you? Like that's, that's yeah, that's absolutely, solid. totally, totally. Uh, and it, it sounds uh, you go to the ball. It's um, you know, you get dressed up to go to the ball. You you, the, you you play ball at the ball. My the the comment I don't understand are the people that are like, it's always going to be Pepsi Center to me. Because I, 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 I get if it was like Mile High, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was just like a, a, a there was a purity to it, and yeah. then it became yeah. in Pesco, and people are like, no, it's always Mile High. I get that, but like Pepsi just bought it now anymore. I'm like, I'm not going to give them free advertising. It's Pepsi. I'm, I'm glad to. It's see like you drove out. a Hyundai and in. Uh, in Junior highs or in high school, so now you're just you're always known as the Hyundai guy. You're like and the, every the car I get is going to be the Hyundai, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the Ball Corporation is headquartered in Colorado as well. Yeah, right? yeah, I've, I've spent some time there when uh, so, designing cans. I support this move, man. Support this move. This is uh, this Pepsi Center never really felt like anyone gave a shit. <laughs> cool, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the biggest uh, plants that Ball Corporation have is actually in Serbia. I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's actually a really funny, funny bit from the CEO of the of the Ball Corporation, who said there is a saying in Serbian, and then he just said something in gibberish, like blah, 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 and which, <laughs> so which you basically don't means know what the saying was. That, yeah, and and he translated. He said that actually means everybody loves the the the, the can. can, right? And I was like. What? Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna why, totally why, steal why this move. Anybody, why would anybody say anything like that ever? I know. Anywhere. I'm stealing this move. This is great. I'm gonna always be like, you know, there's a saying in Serbian that's uh and it, what it means is that the DNBA show is the greatest show on earth. And it's, uh, why don't you use your, really your why don't you use your superpowers of reading Cyrillic phonetically to come up with your fake phrase, Adam? I know that was a really bad fake, fake Serbian. That was, <laughs> the other the other thought I had expensive. is we could call yeah. we could call it the drink. Because it has that that works then for um, hockey as well. Because it has rink right in it. The drink. Let's head down to the drink. Uh, All right. The drink. I don't know about that one. Let me keep saying it over and over until you yeah, adopt it into your yeah, heart. 15, <laughs> I think you're onto something with the ball, though. I can. It's, it's what's yeah, going to be called the ball. That's the name. It's the ball. We're going to the ball. The ball arena is cool. Like I still just it's like one word. I I, I dig it. Um, I don't know. I'm. I don't know. It's all right. I'm I'm ex- I'm I'm not not excited, but I'm you know I'm somewhat. It's been dude. It's better. It's better. The the can was a, a super duper stretch, and also it it was a uh, it, it also means the toilet, which is uh, always the problem with it. So I love, I love this yeah, comment. it's always, it's gonna always be going to be in Vesco. Like it's no no no, no it's always going to be It's always going to be in Vesco Field at Mile High. Yeah, in Vesco Field at Mile High. It was such a mouthful. <laughs> um, and then there was uh, Sports Authority, and then it was Dick. Was it Dick's? No, it was never. It was always it's Sports Dick's. Authority. No, it's Dick's. No, Dick's. Oh, is, actually, Dick's, no, no. Dick's is the new one. So this is yes. what's funny. So is the Cronkies have two arenas. Yeah, Dick's and Ball. That's a good screen. Hell yeah. <laughs> but Adam, what Adam is talking about, yeah, the, the Mile High was never named Dick's. Listen, Manscaped, I don't know if you're listening, but come yeah, on. You time. let us know. You let us know. All right, <laughs> we're ready. Home, yeah. Balls um, in your court. I want to I wanna, uh, I, I wanna bring up the attention of this like loser here. A- A.V. Godsey says, have fun making the playoffs, but never the finals. You know what? We will have fun. <laughs> no. so, wow. Joke's on you. We are absolutely going to have fun. Like, look, at, uh, look at these look Nuggets at, fans having a show. What do they think they're <laughs> doing? Yeah, you know what? I, after, upon, upon reading that uh, comment, I'm realizing we should probably just fold the whole thing up, right? Like, <laughs> like what are we even doing? You know what? He's right, man. What's that? <laughs> Uh, all right, there's other news here I want to get to. So the athletic, my guy Seth Part now over there, he's done a rankings. He says it's not a ranking, it's a rankings though. He's been ranking all the players in the NBA, and so he has Jokic as a tier two player. Ooh. Which before you get too upset, there are five tiers. He's only ranking like the top hundred or so players in in, in all of the NBA. Not ranking them. Not ranking them. He's tiering them, but also putting them in order in the tier. It's it's a ranking. It's, it's a ranking. He says it's not. A, it is a ranking. So he he has so Jokic. True. He has Jokic in tier two A, of which there are only three Ooh. players in that tier. 
and there are six players above him. So he essentially has Jokic ranked somewhere between seven and nine of the players on the list. And in the tier with him are Anthony Davis, who it seems pretty clear he has at the top of that list. And then Luka Doncic and Jokic, who it sounds like Jokic he has in the middle, but I don't know. Um, first off, Miroslav, did you have you seen this tiering? Yeah. Have, you, have you seen the ranking? Okay, so you're, you're familiar yeah, with I've the, seen the full, full list. Yeah. The full list. Well, so what is what is your take? Well, my take is that Seth Partnow is is actually uh, ranking Nikola Jokic quite fairly. The, the only thing uh, I have a bit of a problem with is the thing that we have two theoretical players on the list who we don't know how they will look like, you know, Kevin next Curry. season in, in Kevin Garnett and, and, and Stephen Curry. We just need to see how they look like, you know, after a prolonged time of not playing. But uh, would it you, be more uh, disrespectful though to have those guys like behind some of these other guys yeah, than it I would be so. to have them ahead? Like if you had KD and you're like he's tier four, but you know, what I mean, he couldn't move up. It'd be like, come on, dude. Yeah, he yeah, should be. Play. He should be tierless until you play. And once you're once you're play, like you can be ranked or tiered. He once is you're the on biggest, the course. He is the biggest wrench in this process right now because he's too good. Like if you don't name him yeah. in your top five, it feels black. I am perfectly fine having Kevin Durant ahead of yeah. Nikola Jokic. Like that doesn't offend me. Yeah, at all. yeah, yeah. Same with. No, Steph Curry I, I just want to say if you remove those two players and we say, okay, who are the top players that finished the the season right now? You, you, you see he's in top five, top six for sure. So that's quite cool. What about you, Vote? Do you, uh, so, and just for the record, the players that are ahead of him, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Curry, Kawhi Leonard, Giannis, and James Harden. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have expected. And Anthony Davis. That's what I would have expected. I think this is really fair placement. You know, from the Denver perspective, from the start, we've all been higher on Jokic than everyone else. So I think yeah, yeah, yeah. we, you know, a lot of us probably have him five or six. But based off what's unfolded, I think, Six through nine is like, that's respect. These guys are seeing what we're seeing, seeing, and maybe they differ on um, on some of the details. The one guy I have the hardest time with in this list is James Harden. But I also, I was thinking about it this morning, man. I mean, if James Harden plays in the East, if James Harden isn't going up against the Golden State freaking Warriors, there's a really yeah. good chance we're talking about him differently. I still think, I still think he lacks that thing. I think we all see it. There's but, no question. I think the part part with Harden is like how he has a lot of Paul George in him, and like okay, the season's yeah. over, and it's like well, it's never a championship or bust year. Sure. Like, oh, I agree, man. It's like, dude, come on, man. Or I don't know if a he's a dog. Like you know, there's some guys in this team that just aren't championship caliber team. But you're like, dude, you're not a championship caliber player at the moment by virtue of the fact that you're not there. So I would, yeah. I would simply like, say, I expect, you don't have a championship. <laughs> I would expect the national media, and I think it's totally yeah. fair for them to say, I need one to two more years of Yoke outperforming him before I make that switch. But other than that, I think it's fine. Yeah. The, you know what's crazy, same, same too? Me, by the way. I'm not arguing. You, you yeah. know what's crazy is uh, a, a player that actually sticks out to me on that is is Giannis. Like, the reigning MVP Giannis, <laughs> yeah. who keeps you know proving crazy. himself to be, like, deeply limited. Like, the, you can you can turn... I mean, what do you want... Listen, like... I know you're not wrong, but like, he's, he's wrong. wrong. He, he feels wrong. wrong. Yeah. I, how am I wrong? Like they they keep because uh, if Jokic neutralizing didn't have him. Jamal Murray in the first round, everybody would have been talking about how you can't win with him and this or that. And I feel like that's what Giannis has. He has a good team, Ooh. but he had a team that was very much designed to do to to be good in the regular season and not in the, in the playoffs. In my opinion, like, but I'm saying like you look at Nikola Jokic and and um, I guess you know his detractors would point to his defense, but. You look at him. You're, you're, there's not like a thing you can do to end Jokic, right? Like, and yeah, I disagree, man. You could put him in the spread pick and roll with. Would you rather no have? Help. Would you rather have Giannis than than Jokic? I think I would. I mean, I would right, absolutely right now, not. I mean, I, I love Jokic. He's my not. guy, so the answer is no. But that's for. I'm saying, like, if I'm trying to be objective about this, I don't think, I, I don't think it's that hard to build a contender around a Giannis Calpo. Right. And let me right. say more to the point. This is what I don't want to do because I don't want to fall into. Anthony Davis left New Orleans. He goes to the Lakers and everybody says, oh, is, is he the best big man of all time? Like, is he great? We, we always make these things where if a player comes up short on a very flawed small market team, we talk about maybe they actually suck. And then they just go to the big markets, win, and then we're like, well, actually, no, they're the greatest ever. I feel like there's obviously a healthy middle here for both Anthony Davis and for Giannis, but I feel like I have them kind of in the same tier. They are dominant in the right setting. But he's not in the right setting, and he's only partially dominant, in my opinion. Yeah, don't, but don't you feel like Jokic would be like creates the setting more so than uh, than Giannis being Look, reliant on it, a? Uh, it's, it's just because that the Bucks haven't done it yet. Yeah. Does not mean it can't be done with Giannis. No, I now, know. I mean, Eric. I, Look, I agree with you. 
But at the same time, for, for all the Bucks have done to put a dominant regular season team around Giannis, like big market beer head coming through here. Like yeah. Giannis and Chris Middleton. I mean, that's just yeah. not good. Brooke Lopez. Like it's not fair to say he can't get it done. And what Murray did in these last playoffs, which is why Jokic made it out of the first right. round as right. much as I love him, is something that no one on that Bucks team can do. No, if, no. If my, Murray my, would have given a Chris Middleton esque performance in the first round. The Nuggets are at home right now, and everybody's talking. Maybe about it's so. It. I, I just, I just view like what I witnessed over the last two postseasons. I view Jokic as a more complete player than I than I view Giannis Antetokounmpo. If it happens really, again, Eric, I'm with you. You know, it's it's harder to to plan game plan against Jokic than against Giannis. Uh, if you saw the the World Cup in 2019, Greek was terrible because. Everybody was just packing the paint for for Giannis. He right. couldn't do anything. It, I mean, it's it's different rule sets. Yeah, it's not completely the yeah, same just, like, in, like in NBA, I, but it's easier to plan. On the other hand, on the other hand, Jordan didn't make his first title. Uh, uh, it's true. For year right. seven. So let's. It's true. I, I just I, I don't know. I I just I, I look at I, I mean at the at the exact moment in time where we are. I just I I look at Giannis and I see a player with a fatal flaw. Yeah, I mean, most players, there's really only one player that doesn't have that. I, wh- and, and that's why I think there's only one tier one, and that's LeBron, and then everybody else is the other tiers. But that, to me, I, I just, I don't like that we always do that to these players right. where we're like, no, we, but that's we what we're doing. Them. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about tiers and where they belong. I mean, I'm not saying Giannis sucks as a player. Right. I think he should be uh, shot out of the out of a cannon. I'm just so, saying, like, if I'm looking at that tier of players, and it's strange to say, but I, it, I get that so feeling. We have to keep moving, but here's where player rankings suck and they annoy me, and we're talking about them because <laughs> they work to successfully annoy you and create conversation. I think Seth arrived at the right ranking, but I've freaking hate what he has to write about Jokic. It actually infuriates me. Let me read just line. He says, those positives are why he is high on the tier. He's talking about all of his offense. But tier one might be just out of reach unless and until he becomes a slightly more versatile defender in space. Perhaps that is possible with better conditioning. But more likely, this is the highest the elevator go for him. And there's no shame in that at all. So my question then becomes, let's throw out the conditioning part because it gets annoying. I think Maybe the word conditioning was just a bad word choice. I think what he really meant to say was athleticism or speed or whatever, which, okay, there might be a ceiling. I don't think there's a ceiling to how high Jokic can go. I don't think he can be LeBron James, but I don't I don't know that any of these guys are going to be LeBron James. Are there any is, – is it really unrealistic to think that Jokic can be one of the three or four best players or two? To me, I, I, I don't like that. We've been doing this hard ceiling on Jokic for four years now, and every time he goes through it. So that was the part that kind of bugged me. Also, why don't we do this to Harden, to Luca, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. are also, I know they're not centers, but right. again, like it's team defense. And I think what, what we literally just saw was the Nuggets actually could build a defense that was good enough to beat everyone but the freaking Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like I agree it's less than ideal, um, but I'll go to my grave saying that Jokic is a good to great positional defender and that with the right personnel in place, you can survive. Look, I mean, Utah did it. Utah did spread, pick and roll 100% of the time. And it was close, but it Denver only worked it until out. Gary Harris returned, and then it didn't work anymore. Yeah, and they this figured is the it thing out. That's so annoying. And this is what I hate: is the first four games of the first round have outweighed the last eleven games that yeah, included man. the second and third yeah. round when the Lakers struggled to score against Denver. The Clippers couldn't get over hundred three different times, and over hundred and ten, I think, only twice. Like Denver shut down good offenses, or at least limited and made it made it hard. But like. That's why I don't like these storylines. Right. Like, I'm sorry. Was Jamal Murray and and Michael Porter and and Gary, that was, this was the defensive juggernaut? Was it because Denver built defensive specialists all around Jokic? That's why they were good. No, they have like good, not great defenders, and they had a very good defense against those teams. That yeah, said, I also think. Oh, go ahead, please, Marcel. Yeah, what I want to say is we are asking ourselves if not Jokic will ever be a top three player in the league, and you you should ask this question differently. How many players are you right now taking uh, in a big giant draft of all the players in the NBA? How many guys are you taking in front of him to build the, the, the franchise around? I, I mean, actually, it, yeah. it, it, it's LeBron and it's uh, it's uh, maybe Giannis. I'm not taking KD. I mean, yeah, you need to count everything in yeah. because yeah. We, we are thinking about, you know, if he will be get there in two, three years, five years, why not? So I'm not taking many guys. I'm taking LeBron and Luca in front of Jokic at this yeah. point. 
And you know what? I don't think this is, to be clear, this is not a bad national take. Uh, you know it's what I mean? Not, I think yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. perfectly reasonable take. We just are, of course, going to disagree, I think. Yeah. It's the offseason, baby. we got to fight about some stuff. <laughs> That's why this is so funny. It's because like, I think he has him in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the way reason he's he has him there is way wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, like, like, it's, it's his job to explain why he's tier two and not tier one. So there literally has to be a criticism there. there you know, yeah, but yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Seth part now. Out the club. Out, out of it. Get out of our lives. Until he comes back on the show. Then he's yeah. well, been in the club again. Yes. <laughs> love, love, love my guy, Seth. All right, let's do our last break here. He's out the club. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> until, you, until you come, and then, and then you're, you're right back in. in. Back in the club, right back in. Easy we love you, Ben. Uh, all right, let's take a last break. When we come back, we have some quick hitters here to close up the show. Uh, do you guys want to talk about DraftKings again? So Eric, much. What, what's your latest successful bet on DraftKings? So I currently have a four-leg parlay in play uh, stretching into this weekend. I started off, I bet the Eagles, who really, uh, much to your chagrin, I'm sure, Brendan Vogt, pulled out an absolute nail-biter last night. Um, who cares? I don't Get the care. number one pick, dude. Every <laughs> game. So... Uh, but I that, but I have to rely on a few more things to happen. Um, I'm, it's looking good. I'm feeling good about it. Well, listen, um, download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and you too can feel good like Eric. You didn't ask pro- me about my last big win. <clears throat> what was your last big win, Adam? Well, last night as I'm watching the game, I bet on the Giants to throw the ball, not run it. Yeah. <laughs> But right as I went to hit it, it said that it couldn't verify my location and did not go through. And then guess uh, what? They ran it. <laughs> so I did not lose $5. Good stuff, Ab. Great anecdote. Uh, to get in on all that exhilarating action, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's for a limited time only, so they keep saying. But every week, like, every week. just do this. Sign up. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We also got to talk about Chevalier Mortgage. Um, call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578 or visit www.dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, at the, uh, man, I am not prepared to read this ad, guys. I'm going to just keep it real. Jeez, <laughs> man, Harrison's not here. This song's running out, man. <laughs> Go to dnvrmortgage.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and, uh, and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Uh, most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Uh, since your home is likely to be one of your largest assets and your mortgage uh, your largest debt. They believe it is vital to consider your full financial picture when purchasing a home. This includes considering your short-term and long-term planning goals, your investments, and your tax situation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat when you do. All right. Okay, baby. We're good. Um, I think so. All right. We'll find out. Uh, Lindsay will text A couple other quick hitters. Yeah, Lindsay will text you. You're fired. A uh, couple other quick hitters. You can uh, Actually, if you want to, Guy, do you want to share the screen? I don't know if you can see the... Um, the little links here. Jamal Murray, I don't care about this, so guys, we don't have to spend a whole lot of time. Jamal Murray, his uh, NBA 2K rating came out. Um, the I was in the driver's seat through that whole read. I was in the driver's seat the whole the time. The playoff of average. <laughs> 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 uh, Revenge tour. I can't believe we gave up five first round draft picks for you to read that ad. Oh my God. <laughs> playoff P of Edward. All right. Um, so Jamal Murray, apparently, you know, he uh, his NBA 2K rating came out. It was 87. Um, he feels like that is too low. Does anybody have a comment? <laughs> this should be Miroslav, the officially partnered 2K partner, Miroslav. Hey, Double Adam? Adam? That's oh, no. Why do we have two no, Adams? Oh, no. <laughs> I came in here to do some work, guy. What are you, I'm trying to – I'm over here working. We'll do it live. Anyway, Miroslav. Yeah, I I actually wanted to to talk some really, really bad things about it, but I'm contractually obligated to to say really nice things. That's right, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the big dance, buddy. (laughs) All the the jokes aside, this is actually, Brandon knows this because he's a gamer. This actually happens every year on on 2K. Uh, Denver always gets so bad ratings at, at the start of the season. But the truth is, they really get better during the 
during the season, at least for Jokic, anyway, not for other guys. Hopefully, we will see some improvement for Jamal this time around because it would just be so stupid. What does an 87 mean? Like, what, what, give, give well, me a little context. Reference, Donovan here. Mitchell is an 88. And, um, yeah, Donovan Mitchell is an 88. And I don't know. Playoff P, was he higher? He's got to be higher, right? So, dude, like, Playoff P, I yeah. think, has the same rating as Jokic. Oh, yeah. which is, <laughs> you know? Yeah. NBA 2K, actually, I, we're not supposed to get mad at this stuff because it's so dumb, but it is just like such always, a yeah. finger. It's always <laughs> the whole The whole offseason is just rage about numbers that people assign next thing. to our players' names. All right, here, if you guys want to see, here's Jamal Murray's live reaction. Big conversation. You're going to be an interesting one. Do you have a tremendous bubble? Uh, what do you think your rating should be? What I think it should be. Yeah. He wants to say like 95 right now. <laughs> uh, hundred. What I think it should be, it should be, it should be close to 90. It should be about a 90. What I think it is, just cause, just cause knowing, you know, everything that, that'd be going on. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's 89 just cause, or 88, 88. All right. Just well, cause so you, guys you started me. 2K20 as an 84. Mm-hmm. And you're going to start 2K21 next gen as an 87. 87? What are your, what are your thoughts? 87? He really Damn. Uh, He's a good sport. Room for, room for uh, improvement then. Room for improvement. Uh, how, <laughs> how much before that interview was he asleep? Like, was yeah, he was asleep like exactly. one second before they went online? <laughs> also important to note, there was no bird in that shot. So I, I was going to say, but not, not even not, not a lesser bird or, or a, uh, oh, a, a beautiful macaw. All right, I have a, a real take, word? guys. I'm, I'm going to stretch this into some real analysis. All right, good, this good. is great yeah. news for Denver Nuggets fans. So, totally. But you want Jamal yeah. Murray. Like, he was smiling and he was joking, but he was pissed. Did he was And pissed. Uh, room for improvement is uh, his way of saying, Revenge tour incoming. <laughs> Man's got a computer chip on his shoulder. All right, guys. Let's chip. go. All right. Last little bit of news here. And it's actually some of the perhaps the most important news that we've gotten to, which isn't. So oh. much. But um, Woj is reporting now that uh, a Christmas is on the table Yeah. for a start date for the NBA. So our, our buddy Matt Moore first threw out this March date. And I think it's like entered the Denver Nuggets sort of like like uh psychology where everybody's like oh shit man we're gonna have to wait till march before games come back if sounds like that's out out the door in large part because i think these owners were thinking you know the virus it's dying yeah, down that's right true uh, <laughs> my 95 minutes yeah he does say that um but the virus is dying down and i think people were like okay by march you know maybe life will be back to normal and i think people have now realized Life's probably not going to be back to normal. I think the NBA, as collectively, the owners, have kind of decided that 2021 also going to be a funky year. And, like, we might as well plan for 2022 at this point where we're going to have one more. If it's not a bubble season, it's still a Ugh. different season. And if you're going to have that, might as well get it over with. Let's start mm. this thing early. Let's try to get back on, to, on track. And that's the latest momentum. It sounds like I, Christmas still sounds crazy to me. That's like seven weeks away. It's like not that far. There's like not we have to start no, I got, yeah, I, already. Yeah, I got an early Black Friday email in my uh Oh wow! In my inbox. <laughs> Christmas will be here before you know. Like the draft is did. coming up, the training camp. Like the Christmas will be here so fast. I mean, Adam, did you was that really your takeaway from that, that there, there's momentum in that direction? Yes. I, I more got the sense that there is no consensus. And that while well, originally sure. governors were on the idea of waiting for fans, it sounds like a small sect has recently. My, my, I, my read, I would guess, with the way numbers are going back up, they're thinking that's a fool's errand. There's no way. And and so maybe let's just get this thing moving and get some revenue and coming. Can we see let's this? See. Yeah. So the, the, the Mark Stein later reported the push for Christmas Day start. Uh, which would naturally please the league's TV partners is gaining momentum. So yes, I, you asked well, me. Shit. If it's, yeah, yeah, you asked me if it's I my guess there's your answer. Mark yeah. Stein has more yeah, inside info than me. Mark Stein's not know. plugged in. Oh well. You know, yeah. um, so they've um, they had never taken Christmas Day off the table, and it just it financially <laughs> it makes sense. But I think the larger point that we get at here is just that the NBA I think is coming to terms with the fact that there's this isn't going to be a. They really <laughs> wanted to get this season out of the way so that the next season was good. I think now they're like we got to get next season out of the way so 2022 Yo, uh, is good. Nothing nothing pains me more than like a just a joyless trudge through approach for sports or like well. <laughs> 
just got to get through this. It's like, why? Aren't we supposed to enjoy these things? Like we just had, like when they play, when NFL games happen at three o'clock on a Tuesday and no one can watch them. It's right, like, right, right, right. why are we doing this? Isn't there a larger no, no. idea? Like we I, don't have to like play a certain number of games be- before the universe ends to be able to fill our quota. Like, so I think the ratings conversation is really interesting because I'm in media and I just enjoy thinking about both the business aspect of it. But the truth is it doesn't matter to us. And I think this is the thing is like, look, if Jokic makes 170 million or 80 million, I don't really care. He's not going to be happy either way. And I don't know why I care about how much money he gets. So you're, you said like, why do we want games at two? If nobody can watch, cause I can watch. That's why I want them. Cause Uh. I can watch them and it's great for me. And I don't care. (laughs) Ravens are terrible next year. Don't care. They're going to be great for me. The bar is going to be full. It's going to be great. You just want a personal NBA. Well, yeah, I I agree. I just, uh, I don't like when people like talk about it in that way like well we just give i mean this is gonna be a wash like, who cares about this season it's like i don't know like i don't think it means that what i think what they were thinking is if we wait till march we can have yeah yeah it throws everything arena, off forevermore like sure no i think they're, they're that was their hope you know a couple weeks ago was oh we'll wait till march fans can be there maybe it's not full but we can have you know 50 yeah. percent capacity and i think they're like yo that probably ain't happening no matter how long we wait. We might as well yeah. just get through with this and start it. So when I say get through with it, I don't just mean get through No, with the I season. know. Just start it and no fans and it's going to be a little janky and like whatever. We have to do it. You know what's crazy is like just... So Shams, the, oops, oh, sorry. There, ShamWow. ShamWow coming through. Oh, there's a ShamWow? <laughs> Me and Guy are playing little tag here. There you go, Guy. I stepped on your toes, my bad. So Shams are reporting December 22nd. Um, is there, you know, actually, what would be a healthy compromise between MLK Day and Christmas? Orthodox Christmas. Oh. Um, <laughs> isn't this like January 9th? Miroslav, tell us this is what we should make the push. Orthodox Christmas. And maybe we can move all of America to the Orthodox calendar. <laughs> get, actually, get, on the me- get on the metric system already. Let's just change yeah. everything. <laughs> actually, Jan- January 7th isn't really an Orthodox uh, Christmas. We, we, we usually call it that, but. The, the reality, not ortho, not all Orthodox countries uh, are celebrating on January 7th. A lot of them are uh, still uh, using the, this December 25th. Uh, as far as I know, it's only the Serbs, Russians, and Mexicans that oh. they're using January 7th. This is this is what Jenna uh, uh, Jenna once said on on her podcast. So uh, I, I have to believe her. So. Uh, um, <laughs> One thing I, I, I want to speak uh, tell about this early start of the season is uh, it I have to go full Serbian on this. Uh, we still hope in Serbia that we will have Olympics next year. Oh, and this, right. this is the only way for the Olympics to, to even happen for, for with the NBA players. If, if that happens, that would be perfect. So I, there is a little concern for me that Jokic would go from this very long season, a very short off season, into a condensed fast season, into the Olympics, into another shortened off season, into another season. Like Jokic might, his body might be forty years old by the end of this next year. This his next body's year. been forty years old since he came into the league. Yeah, I don't. I don't you know. know. I, I hope it comes back early. I hope they have a shortened season. I hope it's not 82 games. I hope it's 62 games yeah, you and, know, it, and wraps up on a normal time without like 30 back-to-backs. Right? I'm very interested to see how this plays out because the NBA had like the moral high ground of handling the their games in the most safe appropriate way and then we got to look down at the mlb and the nfl that would have positive cases and we obviously right. cannot construct a bubble so right. the 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 nba is going to be in this weird place like if a player does right. test positive at a certain Different point animal. where it, yeah suddenly if especially if they're traveling from town to town and um it's going to be very interesting in a very different situation uh moving forward so you know the i'm thing very is, interested though, to see i trust the nba way more than i trust the other markets to get that part of it right and you're right that the players you know, Daniel House, we know Lou Williams, these guys, they went, they broke out the bubble, went to the strip club anyway. Like, even with the bubble, if you don't have a bubble, it's going to be happening. Every team's going to have oh, Lou Williams yes. going out for, for wings. So, um, <laughs> wings and thighs. But so I don't know, man. Like, uh, I think, uh, but I just would rather, there's no perfect solution. They're not going back no. to a bubble in March. So you might as well start this thing, get it going, and let's just see what happens. Um, because I like my basketball, and I don't want I, to I miss it. it so I can't even tell you how much I, I know, Hey, dude. seven weeks. We're seven weeks away. 
<laughs> let's go. <laughs> Come I on. I wanted a break. It was like 48 hours. And then like, See, I, I know. I me too. Me too. I was like, oh my God. Well, I was talking about like having ice cream every day for dinner during the playoffs. Now I'm like, I'm like craving ice cream. I want some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other nice thing about the 22nd is the day after the solstice, which is always for me like a very optimistic day. I'm serious. It's the shortest day. We know you love it. We it know you're serious. Day. That's why we're laughing. <laughs> right after the solstice it'd be like you know what every day from here gets better and it would be even cooler if they wrapped up at the summer solstice my god i have something to root for right now. So fired up fired up baby. this is incredible Thank yeah let's everybody. let's base the nba schedule on the sun out the club I am the only person in the club. This is the truth. You guys are all out the club. I'm in the club. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the like button. Guys, join us all the time next week. I believe we're aiming for three different, three different live shows. So I know this <laughs> yeah. once a week thing is for the birds. Everybody wants more, more, more. We're going to bring it to you. So, Solstice. My boy Ray. My boy Ray. Solstice. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Good stuff, Miroslav. Ciao. And before we get out of here, let's talk about longtime sponsor, Green Mountain Dental Group. They're located in Lakewood. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. Our sales director, Lindsay, had her wisdom teeth removed there. She literally said it's the best dentist experience in her of her life. She was not contractually obligated to say so. They send you a personal card to your home after becoming a new patient. Uh, after Lindsay's surgery, the doctor personally called her and checked up on her a few days later. So schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, and you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. This is a great value. Uh, the Sonicare toothbrush will change your life. Forget these $2 placeholders you're grabbing from Target. Uh, take care of your teeth the right way. Schedule a cleaning, x-ray, exam, receive that free Sonicare toothbrush. Make sure you tweet at us when you do that, all right? Show us the toothbrush. Uh, take a picture of that visit. Tag us and tag them when you do. Show them how this community can support our biggest supporters. Remember, get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental and receive that free Sonicare toothbrush today.